What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? I'm doing great. I hope everybody else out there is doing good. It is Dave the Nerd with another episode of Dave's Nerd Compendium. And this week, I thought I'd get back into the history of certain comic book characters. And talking about a comic book character that a lot of people don't know the history of. He is virtually, and I will say, in my opinion, one of the most underrated comic book characters. Uh, characters there is from the DC universe. I'm talking about Lobo. Now Lobo was created by Rob, or sorry, Roger uh, Slifer, S-L-I-F-E-R. Sorry if I mispronounced that. And Keith Giffen, and first appeared in Omega Man issue three from June of 1983. Lobo is an alien born in a utopian planet. Called Zarnia. That's C Z A R N I A. It works as an interstellar mercenary and bounty hunter. Lobo was first introduced as a hardened villain in the 80s, but soon fell out of use by writers. He remained in limbo until his revival as an anti hero biker with his own comic in the early 90s. Writers attempted to use Lobo as a parody of the 90s trend towards uh, grim and gritty superheroes, uh, epitomized by Marvel Comics characters such as Cable, Wolverine, and Punisher, but he was instead uh, enthusiastically accepted by fans of the trend. The popularity led to the character having a much higher profile in DC comic stories from then on, as well as starring roles in various series and are in the decades since. The character enjoyed a short run as one of DC's most popular characters throughout the 90s. This version of Lobo was intended uh, to be satire uh, of the Marvel character Wolverine. In issue 41 of Deadpool, a separate Marvel series, Lobo was parodied as Dirty Wolf, a large blue-skinned man who drove a demonic motorcycle. He was also parodied in Image Comics series Blood Wolf and as Bolo in the Topps comic series Satan's Six. In an interview with Keith Geffen from 2006, he said, I have no idea why Lobo took off. I came up with him as an uh, indictment of the Punisher-Wolverine hero uh, 
prototype. And somehow he caught on as the high velocity or high violence poster boy. Go figure. He later stated that both Lobo and Ambush Bug were uh, derivative from Lunatic, a character he created in high school. Lobo is claimed to be the favorite DC character of one Mr. Stan Lee. Now, the production history, or publication history, I should say, Lobo was introduced as a regular character in Keith Geffen and Roger Sliffer's uh, Green Lantern and the Teen Titans spinoff, Omega Men. At that time, he was a um, Verilipine whose entire race had been exterminated by Scions and was partnered with Bedlam, who he later killed. His origins was later retconned. After a well-received appearance in Justice League International, Lobo became a regular character in Legion and its successor series, Rebels. In the 1990s, he appeared in his own four-issue miniseries, Lobo, the last uh, Zarnarian, uh, plotted by Geffen, written by Alan Grant, with art by Simon the Biz Bisley, which I will stop right here real quick. If you haven't checked out Simon Bisley's artwork for Lobo, you are missing out. He is amazing. Back to this uh, research I did. When charged, or when changed his, or, or, sorry, which changed his origin story, he became the last Sarzarian after violently killing every other member of his species. That miniseries led to many sequential miniseries and specials, including Lobocop, a Robocop parody, Blazing Chains of Love, in which he is sent on a job to a harem, a parliamentary Christmas special in which he is contracted by the Easter Bunny to assassinate Santa Claus, uh, infancy where he kills his daughter and all of his other offsprings that she has gathered to try to kill him, uh, convention special, a send-up of comic conventions, and Un-American Gladiator, in which Lobo is part of a deadly televised game show. Simon Bisley's dark humor fit well within the pages of his artwork by his countless mutilation of background characters occurring in each panel. Lobo also started in his or starred in his own DC title for 64 issues from 1993 to 1999. Lobo was regular or has regularly made guest appearances in other series, even in crossover interactions with such non-DC characters as The Mask, Judge Dredd, and The Authority. During the East or DC vs. Marvel crossover, he fought Wolverine and lost due to popular vote by fans. He also appeared very briefly in the 
Justice League of America Avengers um, intercompany crossover and is shown fighting members of the Shahara Imperial Guard, although the outcome is not shown. Lobo has made a few appearances in animated series in the 90s and 2000s era DC Animated Universe. At one point, an animated series and video game starring the character were to have been released. Both were cancelled, however. Uh, a web series was made in 2000 with 14 shorts. Now, I won't go too much into everything that went on with his biography talking about uh, the Lobo and the Last Sarzarian and all that. For that, you could literally just check out the comics. DC has came out with a DC Universe, which is an app that you can pay for. It's like $7.99 a month, if I'm not mistaken. And you have access to a lot of the old DC comics. You also have access to animated television shows, animated movies, live-action movies. So DC has finally started to get around to what Marvel was doing with Marvel Unlimited, but took it another step forward and giving you access to the DC animated catalog and live-action catalog. But anyway, back to more of this. The crossovers that Lobo has worked with, Lobo has clashed both and cooperated with Superman. He has also encountered Batman a couple of times, although one of those encounters was in the Elseworlds continuity. He has both fought and teamed up with Guy Gardner uh, more than once, helping him to destroy various alien threats to Earth. Lobo often visits Warriors, Guy's Bar, where he enjoys free drinks. He fought Aquaman when traveling uh, space dolphins visited Earth, uh, is killed by Japan, or when a space dolphin visiting Earth was killed by a Japanese fisherman. He ceases, or he ceases fighting when he learns Aquaman is not only a friend to dolphins, but was raised by them. All frag mutters Lobo, now I gotta be civil, although Lobo feels he cannot hurt a few a fellow dolphin lover, he has no such mercy for the fishermen. Lobo has also appeared with the authority. In one such appearance, uh, Jenny Quantum finds a comic book detailing Lobo's murder of Santa Claus. She experiences a fit of rage and confusion. She breaks the barrier between her dimension and the dimension Lobo inhabits in the comic book, and Lobo finds himself fighting with the authority. Lobo has also had run-ins with Hitman, Valor, Starman, The Ray, Deadman, Green Lantern, The Justice League of America, Stormwatch, uh, Mr. Miracle, and the Legions of Superheroes, uh, Captain Marvel, the DC Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, Fate, uh, the Sovereign Seven, Supergirl, and Superboy, among others.
Lobo, when he was dealing with Legion and Rebels, Lobo acts as an independent bounty hunter until tricked by uh, Viral Docs into nominally joining his interstellar police force, Legion. However, he continues solo activity, which seems to often bring him to Earth and in conflict with other heroes. Or, as in one case, uh, based in difference. He remains loyal to Vrel Docs after uh, Legion's leadership is up usurped by Docs' son until an altercation between Lobo and Docs prompted Docs to release Lobo from his service. After this, Lobo becomes a full-time bounty hunter again. In the year 2000, a magical accident transformed Lobo into a teenager. In this condition, he joins Young Justice and eventually accompanies them to uh, Apocalypse, where he is killed in combat. However, the aforementioned magical accident has restored his ability to grow clones from a single drop of blood, and millions of Lobos rush into battle against the Apocalyptean soldiers, whom the Lobos quickly defeat. Lobo then turns on each other until one is left. In the process, the surviving Lobo regrows to adulthood. His time as a member of Young Justice becomes a distant memory, and it or an additional weaker teenage Lobo with yellow eyes remained, however having hidden from the fight. He rejoins Young Justice and chooses to name himself Slobo. It's Lobo. Um, eventually, this clone begins to degrade, becoming blind and degenerating to the brink of death. Before he could die, however, Darkseid teleports him to the headquarters of Young Justice, one million in the 853rd century, turning him into a statue, fully conscious and aware in the process. When Lobo later encounters Robin and Wonder Girl again as members of Team Titan, he demonstrates no recollection of them or their history together, demonstrating that he has indeed forgotten his time as their teammate. In the 19 or sorry, 2006-2007 miniseries 52, Lobo reappears after an extended hiatus. He encounters a group of heroes consisting of Adam Strange, Animal Man, and Starfire, who find themselves stranded in space after the events of the 2005-2006 Infinite Crisis storyline. To everyone's surprise, he doesn't kill them. Lobo uh, professes to have found religion, becoming a spiritual leader with the whole Sector 3500, which was left in shambles by a still-unknown assailant. He is currently the caretaker of the Emerald Eye of Ekron. 
after helping the Lost Heroes defeat Lady Six, or Styx, he brings the Emerald Eye to the three-headed fish god, who agrees to release Lobo from his vow of non-violence in exchange. When told that the Emerald Eye is the only thing that can kill the fish god, Lobo blasts him with it. In the one year later storyline, Lobo appears in Deadly Serious, a two-part crossover miniseries with Batman in August of 2007, written and drawn by Sam Keith. In addition, Lobo has fought the Teen Titans and Blue Beetles in their respective titles in order to stop the rocket for or to stop a rocket for the reach in which he failed. In the Reign of Hell miniseries, it is revealed that Lobo's soul is still in hell following the deal he made with Neron during the 1996 Underworld Unleashed storyline. Lobo's suffering with enough or was enough to power Neron's whole castle. Lobo was freed from his prison in the battle between uh, Etrigan and the Blue Devil, and went on a rampage through hell to seek revenge on Neron, in order to buy time to fully recover before battle, uh, or before battling Lobo, uh, Etrigan soul, or stole Blue Devil's soul, and informed him that he would have to fight Lobo to get it back. During Lobo's rampage, he cut off, uh, Zatara's head, foreseeing his daughter, Zatanna, to send him to the abyss, the soul of death. Later, Lobo is shown aiding the Justice League of America during their mission into hell, where he helps Fire defeat the god of Plutus. In the Brightest Day storyline from 2010, Lobo appears on Earth to capture a bounty on um, Articus's head. After fighting Hal Jordan, Carol Ferris, and Sinestro, he then flees. It is revealed that the fight was staged by Articus himself. As a payment, Lobo is given the Red Lantern Ring. During the Rebels uh, storyline, still wearing his Red ring on a chain around his neck, Lobo is recruited from a bar by Raul Dox, who requires his help battling his father, Brainiac, in the Pulsar, Pulsar Stargrave, a captured weapon. Even losing his space hog, Lobo saves the planet Cole, but with Brainiac and Pulsar Graves escaping, Lobo becomes a senior member of Raldox's legion based on the planet Ran. Lobo was the key to defeating Starro, the Conqueror, and his lieutenants, ensuring security for Ran, the Vega system, and the galaxy. Unknown to Lobo and the Scions, or sorry, unknown to Lobo, the Scions had created clones of Lobo attempting to bring back the Sarzarian race which could make him unstoppable. The series ended before this was allowed to play out.
2011, DC Comics rebooted the DC Universe continuity as a um, innovative or innovation called the New 52. A reimagined version of Lobo debuted in Deathstroke number nine, written by Rob Liefeld. This Lobo is a Sarsarian slaver who killed the rest of his race except for his uh, beloved Princess Sheba. The second version, claimed to be the real Lobo, was introduced in Justice League number 23.2. Yes, you heard me right. 23.2. Uh, cultured and well-educated, although ruthless, this Lobo is an interstellar mercenary bounty hunter with a leaner physique akin to the character's earlier appearances. This new version sets course for Earth after discovering his counterpart, a Caesarian imposter, has been there. According to this version's backstory, Lobo was originally the bodyguard of, or to the Caesarian royal family, who utilized the Eucharistian-like uh, ritual involving the planet's lifeblood pools similar to that of the Lazarus pit. Drinking and bathing in the pools granted uh, participants uh, regenerative abilities, connecting them to the emperor himself, or connecting themselves and the emperor himself to the planet. However, an unknown party contaminated the lifeblood, causing the Caesarian emperor and the citizenry that had participated in said ritual to go insane, which in turn forced Lobo to commit planetary euthanasia. In the series featuring this version of Lobo debuted October of 2014 and was scheduled to be uh, canceled with its December 2015 issue. Now comes a DC Rebirth. Lobo debuted in Justice League vs. Uh, Suicide Squad as one of the villains freed by Maxwell Lord, evidently restored to his pre-New 52 persona. He is a member of Amanda Waller's first Suicide Squad. Batman eventually implants a bomb in Lobos' brain and detonates it, blowing up his head. After Batman or after Lobo regenerates it, he discovers Batman did so to free him from Lord's control, and later accepts Batman's offer to join a new incarnation of the Justice League to repay the favor. In Hal Jordan and the Green Lair Accord, the New 52 incarnation of Lobo is shown to be held captive inside of Brainiac 2.0's bottle. Guy Gardner also frees him before Hal Jordan grabs the bowel and tells him it is better to leave him on the shelf. Now, Lobo possesses extraordinary strength of undefined limits. His strength, much like his other powers, varies greatly depending on the different artistic uh, interpretations by various comic book writers. In some instances, it is depicted 
as being barely stronger than a human, while another, he demonstrates physical strength on a similar level of Superman. He has, however, shown in all their meetings to be a match in strength to Etrigan the Demon. Lobo also possesses superhuman durability, which varies greatly too. Lobo is depicted in some situations as being injured by conventional bullets, while in others, he has the physical resilience to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Superman, surviving unprotected in deep space with standing high-level destructive weaponry and powerful explosive blasts without sustaining a freaking injury. He has displayed particular... Uh, Um, susceptibilities to uh, gaseous chemicals. In one instance, Lobo was declared immortal after he died and went to hell. He proved too much for the demons, and when he was sent to heaven, he wreaked so much havoc he was permanently banished from the afterlife. In all comic books, Lobo is portrayed as a ruthless bounty hunter. He only has one rule. Once he takes a contract, he finishes it no matter what, even if it means risking his own life. He has had a counter contract even or he has had or has a counter contract for even more money than he will uh, fulfill the new one. So if, let's say, Lex Luthor hired Lobo to take out Batman or Superman, and Superman offered him more money or a better counteroffer, he would take it. Always remember that. If Lobo sustains injury, his accelerated healing factor enables him to regenerate damage or destroy tissue with superhuman speed and efficiency, and little uh, apparent pain. Lobo also is functionally immortal. He is immune to the effects of aging and diseases, as he has been banned from entering either heaven or hell. As such, even though he can sustain sufficient injury to be out of commission for quite some time, he will apparently heal from any injury given sufficient time. For instance, Lobo can regenerate out of a pool of his own blood, apparently recycling the cells. At one time, Lobo could grow a copy of himself, possessing all the same skills and powers of uh, every drop of blood that he has spilled. This power was removed by Varel Dox during Lobos' time in Legion, but Lobo regained it in the series Young Justice, in which he was de-aged by uh, Kellerin the Witch Boy and slaughtered while on mission to Apocalypse. His blood reformed into a thousand Lobo clothes who waged war on the planet and then proceeded to murder each other until only one Lobo, the current Lobo, was left. One of his other clones, Slobo, hint, hint, 
uh, survived, but later began to fall apart until it dealt with Darkseid, like I mentioned, in 52, and again regenerated from a pool of blood, but no clones were created, so he no longer appears to have that ability. Lobos possesses an amazing developed sense of smell, which allows him to track objects between solar systems, as well as separate tracking abilities, enabling him to track an individual across galactic distances. He is formidable in combat with expertise in multiple forms of armed and unarmed combat. His favorite weapon is a large titanium alloy chain with a large gutting hook connected at the end, otherwise referred to as the garrot, that he can wrap around his right wrist at times. He also uses high-grade explosives and advanced firearms. Despite his violence and loudish nature, Lobo seems to have a genius-level intellect in matters of destruction and violence. He can create complex uh, virtual agents and uh, the corresponding antidotes. In one version of his backstory, he released such a plague on Scenaria as a science project resulting in the deaths of the entire population in the span of a week. His vehicle, some sort of spacefaring motorcycle, a.k.a. the Space Hog, often accompanies him. It is of his own design and, despite its size, is capable of extended and speedy travel throughout space. Further, it protects those in the immediate vicinity from the hazards of space and somehow permits the ability to breathe and speak. He also, uh, or he was also able to salvage parts from a destroyed time hopper and attach them to his bike, producing a working time machine. Lobo is fluent in many alien languages. According to Lobo himself, 17,897 languages to be exact and exact or extremely knowledgeable in the location and cultures of worlds without uh, external references. Lobo is known for his awkward behavior and love of cigars. He once was known to destroy an entire planet for not finding the cigar of his liking. It is not fully known uh, the extent of which his powers are common for his race, or unique to him. In the miniseries of Lassarzarian and elsewhere, it is stated that the cloning and healing abilities are traits uh, possessed by all Caesarian, and the apparent ability to survive the vacuum of space. Before the reboot of Lobo with the granted powers of the Red Lantern Ring of Power by Atticus during the Brightest Day storyline. Now, Lobo has been seen in Superman the Animated Series, voiced by Brad Garrett, 
um, pretty much any incarnation that I have seen of him, except for Young Justice. Uh, he seems to be voiced by Brad Garrett. The Young Justice Happy New Year's episode, he was actually uh, voiced by David Sobolov. Um, in the Justice League action animated series, he was voiced by John DiMaggio. Um, in September of, or Lobo is set to appear in the second season of Krypton, from what I've heard. Um, a live action version of Lobo, it was announced in... September of 2019, that Guy Ritchie would direct a live-action adaptation. Uh, Variety described the premise. Lobo is a 7-foot-tall, blue-skinned, indestructible, heavy, heavily-muscled anti-hero who drives a pimped-out motorcycle and lands on Earth in search of four fugitives who are bent on wreaking havoc. Lobo teams up with a small-town teenage girl to stop the creatures. It was rumored to be in production as of early of 2010, but nothing happened. Uh, they were talking to Brad Payton in 2012 to write and direct a film. Uh, in July of 2012, Dwayne The Rock Johnson announced via Twitter that he was in talks with Joel Silver and Brad Payton to portray Lobo. However, in February of the following year, Johnson left the project to play another DC villain. Uh, he's playing Black Adam. In March of 2016, it was reported that Jason uh, Fouch will be writing the film's script. As of February 2018, DC Films designed Michael Bay to direct uh, the film inspired by the success of Tim Miller's Deadpool but only if Bay agrees to direct under the right budget, which is well below $200 million. Um, Lobo has been featured in video games. Uh, trying to see. Uh, he was actually in a fighting game that was ported to the Atari Jaguar uh, Sega Mega Drive or Genesis system and Super Nintendo. Um, he was in Injustice, Gods Among Us, uh, Lego Batman Beyond Gotham, voiced by Travis Walt Willingham. Uh, also appeared in Lego DC Super Villains. Um, yeah, so that's Lobo in a nutshell. I really really suggest if you want to know more about Lobo, check out anything Lobo from the 90s, specifically the 90s, anything that Simon Bisley was attached to, you'll fall in love with it, you'll love his dark sense of humor that he tosses in to his artwork for the pieces. I have sat and talked with Simon Bisley about this off the record, um at a couple different conventions, because he seems to always be at Motor City Comic Con. 
He's a great guy to talk to. Um, he knows uh, Lobo is pretty much his bread and butter from DC. And although he would love to work on it again, it has to be with the right author. Um, I could literally see Simon Bisley and Ben Templesmith collaborating together and bringing a new Lobo to life. A solo series with just those two working on it would be phenomenal. And if DC finds up listening to this, book the Biz and Temple Smith to do a Lobo solo series. I will guarantee it'll be the highest selling um, Lobo title you've seen in at least the past couple years. So that's my two cents about it. If you know Lobo, if you uh, have any adoration or feelings about the character, let me know what you think. Tell me what your favorite Lobo story is. If you have seen him in a film or TV adaptation, let me know. I want to hear from you guys. All right, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on podbros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can read it, and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So, with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly, and as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. (gasps) Overload. Pleasure overload. What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.